Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Cult Film and Review. I am your host, Cody Everett. This week we're talking about the Warriors, which is about a gang that is going to a gang meeting with all the other gangs, and they get framed for a murder. It's pretty crazy. So you know what? Without any further ado, let's start the show. Thanks for joining us. This week's episode is The Warriors, but before we get to that, my name's Cody Everett. I'm your host. Um, uh, we're just going to get to everybody's weeks real quick because uh, my week was not that great. Nothing happened, really. Just working. So, boring. You know, yeah, boring. Boring week. Mike, you do anything fun? Not really. Not really. Right? I just, you know. Yeah. I don't have anything to say. There was not no good parties. No good parties. There's no, no good parties. Or at least there excuse yeah. you. could have been good. Well, I did. I I'm did sorry, go to a tiki Kyle. party. Oh, did you? How was you. that? A tiki bar party. How yeah. was that? It was pretty fun. It would have been great if I didn't the get injured. The pool was clean. The bar was full. I hit the tail end of that tiki party. You did hit the tail yeah. end. But we had we had a great game of categories. We had a fantastic game of categories. Thank yeah, you, you came in and it was a snap time. Like yeah. we were all just like waking up from our slumbers. What did you guys watch that night? What did we watch? It was um. It was uh. Drag Me to Hell. Sam Raimi's Drag, me to, drag hell, me to Hell. Which is a really good film. And everyone fell asleep. <laughs> oh, I guess um, it's not a good film. And I, I have to say, I don't think that film holds up. I thought it was way cooler. And when I was watching it this time, I was like, this is kind of cheesy. It has some cool Sam Raimi moments, like the, the camera style and everything else. But, yeah. I mean, overall, it was like, this this the effects in this just didn't hold up for me. No, it was too much. Uh, I felt like it was too much digital effects and not enough practical. Agreed. You know, was that the first time you had both watched it? It was the first time I've actually watched it all the way through. That was the second yeah. time I watched it. Yeah. And the first time I watched it was in the theater Me too. when it first came out. Yeah, I saw it in, in the theater. The theater. And the Guys, we are not yeah. reviewing Drag Me to Hell. No, uh, we're talking about our weeks, yeah, and so, you're ruining uh, that. So at this so part, thank yeah, you. We, Sorry. Sorry at this about party, that. This party that you weren't invited to. Yeah, right, dude. <laughs> um, star of the party, that's what they called <laughs> yeah. it. Specifically not invited. Yeah, star of the party for 30 minutes, and then you went home because you stubbed your toe. Like that's right. <laughs> you stubbed your On toe. On your unclearly marked tiki hut. It's so, not unclearly marked. It's a giant. It's a hut building in the backyard. It's a, it's, a, it's an entire hut. It so is. if you guys haven't caught on, we just had a little uh, pizza barbecue. Oddly enough, that was the first time I've ever had barbecue pizza, and it was delicious. Mm. Same for me. I've never I'm even going, heard of that. I'm going to try it, it myself was so now. Good. It was so easy to do. All you do is just you just go buy the dough already in the package, smash it out, put your. You're supposed to actually cook the throw the bread on the grill first, so it starts to rise. And yeah. then once it's like kind of cooked, then you put your toppings on and then put it on the higher rack so it slowly cooks. It wasn't greasy, but it wasn't dry. That's what I liked about it. Yeah, there wasn't enough sauce. Nicole was manning the sauce. So yeah, she dropped the ball in that We'll get one. a little bit more sauce on it next time. Hey, Can just, we get some more sauce over Just so here? the world knows, thanks, Nicole, for ruining the <laughs> sauce. 
at the party. Uh, Everyone was having such a great time until they took that first bite, mm-hmm. and it was a and, sauceless yeah, adventure. It was. Yep. There was nothing saucy about the party. Everyone just said, where's the sauce? <laughs> where's the sauce? That's what everybody said. It was real weird. That's a new, uh, it's a new thing. It's uh, the sauceless pizza. The sauceless pizza. Yeah. Brought to you by Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> it was delicious though. I've it never, was really I've good, never had um, that before, and um, I'll definitely do it again. Nothing that interesting really happened to me this weekend, but something or this whole week, I should say. But one thing that's going to be happening interesting when I get home is there's going to be a new cat living in my house. Oh, yeah. moving up from two to three. Two to th- I'm the cat man. You now. are. You are. You are getting dangerously close to the cat man. You are at cat lady status right now. Next time you see me, I'm gonna show up in a fucking moo moo, dude. <laughs> That's too many cats, dude. Did anyone you're, gonna be the, te- uh... you're gonna be telling us about how wild Je- Jeffrey is. Oh, he's such a rambunctious cat. <laughs> His name is Jeffrey. All the stories I tell her about. No, he'll just my have another did. cat by then. Oh, okay. yeah. He's gonna start oh, telling. Look out, cult film and review audience. You're about to hear a bunch of cat stories. <laughs> no one read the uh, article about how cat poop causes schizophrenia. Does it? Does it really? Yeah, mm. they just found that out. Explains yeah. a lot. How does it? There's a, a there's a parasite that like exists in their poop. And it's meant to make uh, their prey like lose their temper or like their alertness, mm-hmm. so that cats can get a better chance of attacking them. Okay, all right. And they've they've found out that it actually they've known for years that it's affected humans to some extent, but now they're finding out that it even. It, Are we in the same boat, Mike? Do you have also multiple cats, and you're worried about getting schizophrenia now? I like might me? already have schizophrenia. Oh shit! I might already have it. You don't. Yeah. I think it's why I liked Return of Oz so much, because I could relate to the character so well. <laughs> I really felt like a little Dorothy. I well, did. At least one of us liked it. <laughs> that's why it is. I think that's what it was. All right, guys. This week, we are talking about The Warriors. Uh, what was it? 79? 79. It was produced by Frank Marshall, and it was uh, directed by Walter Hill. Um, so it's about a gang that uh, goes to a meeting uh, that's being run by uh, the leader of the biggest gang in New York. And uh, his idea is that he's basically going to get all the gangs together as one um, and basically run the city until he's shot dead in that meeting and the death is blamed on the Warriors. And the Warriors got to make it home from, uh, it looks like, what is it? They're uh, in the Bronx. They're in the Bronx. And they got to get back to Coney Island. And they got to get back to Coney Island to be safe. How, how, like, right off the bat, like, a gang from Coney Island. I just love the I concept. I think that's the that's... coolest place. If I were a gang, that's where I would be. That would be my stomping yeah. ground. You would be rocking the shit out oh, of that yeah. Ferris wheel, huh? Hell yeah. That's why they're the most fun. Yeah. And the, most, yeah. the baddest. They're the best dressed Well, I don't know about that. But they definitely have cool fucking baddest. leather vests. So, they definitely do. I'll just talk about, like, the opening of the film. I love how it's done with yes. the train going by and the cuts of, of their little dialogue about the meeting and, and what's going on. It fills you in so quickly. Yeah. Um... And I, I really like that, and I just think that this movie somehow still, to, the, to me, in my opinion, to this day, has the best shot subway scenes, I think, ever. Well, you, Like, it, they're great. It's really difficult, actually, because I, when I went to film school, I went to film school in New York. It is very, very difficult to actually shoot on a subway, especially after 9-11. So it's really difficult to even to get those shots. Like, back in the day, yeah, they didn't really worry about it. Yeah, yeah, put a camera on the, the subway, go ahead and shoot. Nowadays, people are really, really worried about people shooting because everybody wants to shoot on New York subway. Yeah, and it's just—it's a hassle. It's a—it's a hassle for everybody else on that thing because you got to clear out a car, you know. So um, that might have something to do with it. I think that um, now, actually, what I just found out from a filmmaker was 
in New York, um, you can shoot anywhere you want, anything you want, if you just have a camera and a tripod and like, you know, I, I assume a microphone is probably okay too, but like there's no permits. You could shoot anywhere you want. Really? Yeah. That, that, wow. that movie crazy murder. That's how it was made is because like, I was like, how do you get away with this shit? Like running around with like knives taped to you. It's like, well, if you have a camera and a tripod, then you I don't was, have to pay permits. You can guerrilla style filmmaking if you want to. For my student film, I was stopped by like two cops. They really? told me to shut it down, shut it down, shut it down. You just went down the block. They said the only time they got else. arrested was in Jersey City. So I don't know if it's different. They didn't arrest there. me, but I mean, they told me to move. Oh. All right, guys. So what makes this movie then, The Warriors, a cult film? Uh, one fucking line of the film. And when Warriors it? come out to play. I don't know. There's another line that I think is almost. As Can you popular. dig it? You yep. dig it. Yep. I think I think those two alone really like have just are, are so ingrained into people's minds after they see this film. You know, that's what that because I mean, honestly, if you're going to be talking about this movie, what are you going to talk about? You're going to talk about. I mean, those are two points that are obviously going to come up. Um, but I think also like the uh, just the way it was shot has a nice a, a gritty charm to it that people really like mm-hmm. and respond to. Like yeah. it felt it felt like I was watching an old like early John Carpenter had a vibe to it. You know, okay. I, I think that that probably helped. Maybe people thought they were watching the John Carpenter. I don't know. But I, I did in the very opening scene. It's, yeah, it, dude, it's the shot. music, the yeah. music with the way it was shot. Like, wow, it's fantastic. Also that, and it has like that cool dystopian vibe. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Chris, what makes this a cult film to you? I, I think kind of what you were just about to say, Mike. Like it has this dystopian vibe, and it's um, it's a rebellious movie. You know, it's 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 a cool concept that like everybody has kind of thought about. Um, I think it's um, still ingrained into us with some Hollywood films that have been coming out recently. I see a lot of like The Purge. You know, like mm. that idea was probably spawned from something like the warriors where it's like gangs taking over wreaking havoc, you know, but the way they tell the story is so good and memorable. The quotes are memorable. Like the scenes, the characters are all very interesting. And I just think there's, it just encompasses so much that people love. So that it's, it's definitely stood the test of time. Mike, uh, as far as what, what makes it a cool film? What makes it a cool film? I mean, Pretty much what everybody's already said, really. I mean, yeah, it has that dystopian vibe. It seems like it's set in a future. But here's the thing about New York City is that New York City is, like, really cleaned up and, like, really commercialized now. But back in the 70s, yeah, Times Square was a shithole. A shithole. You know, if you watch something like a taxi driver, that's a very good depiction mm-hmm. of what New York City just was like. Congestion and pollution. Porn and, shops, yeah. just fucking people selling drugs on the street, you, muggings, you yeah. know? And I think that was like, well, if this continues this way, this is where this future is going to head. Yeah. So it's kind of like that false future that we see in, like, you know, Back to the Future 2 or something like this that. This could happen you know? to you if this we don't change happen. our ways. Now we yeah. look back on it and we say, like, eh, not really. Not really, you know? Yeah. But anybody that remembers New York that way can look back and say, well, yeah, it could have been on that track mm-hmm. had things went different. Sure. I think uh, there is the one thing that's kind of, to me, that I always like, well, if that did happen, we're fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, like, the gangs getting together and outnumbering the cops. And I yeah. was like, that, like... If that's an idea that it's like, well, I've, you always think of as a kid, you're like, well, why wouldn't they all just get together, right? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, right. you know, and like that dude was going to pull it off and he was going to run that city, but then he was stopped short. 
Dude, I love the scene when they're like all arriving at the uh, at, 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 at the at meeting the, at the meeting, and like everybody's like dead quiet. You hear a little chatter in the background, and they're everybody's just eyeballing each other. Like, look, and I, what I can only imagine is like their enemies yeah. or like the baddest of the gangs. You know, well, they are the baddest of the gangs. Like that, they're in Cyrus's network from the Rifts, so that means that they. They're all well, really well-known gangs, and these are only—they're only supposed to bring nine members of each gang to the meeting, mm-hmm. unarmed. So, unarmed. I loved that. Yes, aspect yeah. brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, brilliant. Because it makes sense. That you know, then the only thing you got breaking out is fistfights. You know, but not everybody follows the rules, of course. Of course, that's how we get to the, the you know, the the loss of Cyrus. Yeah, when they shoot Cyrus, I was digging it. I was too. I was, and on then board. I didn't. Yeah, I, I, I was totally on board because you know you put yourself in that crowd. You know you're like, what would I be? That's the fun part about it too. Yeah, it's like, what gang would I be? Who would I be with? And it's kind of a strange way to think. But I if would you not be with the mime to... gang. I'll tell you that one. That was my <laughs> least mime favorite game. Yeah. The mime game. Oh my god, <laughs> the baseball gang. Uh, yeah, we'll oh, get the gangs totally later. We'll get we'll get the gangs oh, later. We'll god. get the gangs but, later. But yeah, so he gets, you know, everybody's like on board and they're like, oh, I see this unity about ready to happen between these gangs. You know, Cyrus is going to bring it together. And then some fuckhead pops out of the crowd and shoots him. Like, and we've seen shit like that happen before in history. I guess you could equate it to like a Martin Luther King situation. You know, it's like, I mean, don't take it too deep. All I'm saying is no, no, no. Situation, a strong leader coming up, trying to unite and he gets assassinated basically. Here's another well, and that's a, that's kind of an ongoing theme throughout the movie, mm-hmm. because uh, the leader of the warriors, Cleon, he gets killed. Mm-hmm. He's dead after that meeting. They just start beating the living hell out of him. You don't see him again. He's dead. Oh yeah, he's totally dead. You get, yeah. you can, he had like he had like thirty guys around him, like dropping just elbows. elbows, just, just like, dropping elbows, like on the him, Macho like, Man. Yeah, I think not they, at yeah, all. They started it off like we gotta lose <laughs> one right away. We gotta lose one right away just to tell you, like, don't get attached. Well, it's a great introduction to have Swan come in. And but yeah, here's my here's my question too, because this yeah, is where true. this is where I had a little bit of trouble with the movie. Where's the climax in the film? Is that the climax? Is the climax that early in the film? The end. No. The end. I think, it's definitely the end. No, I think the climax happens when they realize that they've been framed framed for Cyrus's death because they're going through the, for what half the film maybe. It's they, about around there, right? Yeah, they just think that they're bopping through. Yeah, they're, they're like, oh, get so no one's agreeing with this truce thing. So yeah. okay. that's what they think. They, they yeah. just think they don't realize that they're the one target that every single yeah. gang in New York is going after. I would say that that would be the climax of the film because that's, when they realize what. what how shit has gone down. My my one problem with the film, and the reason I asked that is because the the movie, in my opinion, they, they maybe ran out of budget, whatever it was, is too short. It's missing, I feel like, a lot of pieces. Here's Agreed. a quick question I want to ask. Did, did What version did you guys watch? I watched the one that was on Amazon. Okay. Was I that the not, director's cut? I, 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 I did not cut. see the director's cut. I watched okay. the director's cut. Yeah. So me and Chris watching now. That I I would really recommend, and we should have discussed this before we did it. But the director's cut's cool because uh, when he when when he originally made the film, he wanted it to be like a comic book. So each scene was like a new page in a comic book. So when a scene ends ends in the director's cut version, the, the DVD version, it actually pans out, and you're looking at like a cell in a comic book. It's all animated and it's drawn and stuff, and then it pans over to like the next page, and you see all these other scenes that. Have happened before. So. It's like oh, transition. Yeah, and, then it, yeah, you know? and it's a transition. Well, we're and talking about the original. 
We're, well, we, we, we're divided. We're we're a group divided because we watched the and directors. the director said this is the way he envisioned this is the it, way that so. he always wanted it, but the budget wasn't there to okay. to have time well, to make the, this sell, and that so. kind of makes sense. Because and that makes the film feel a little bit longer. Is what I was getting at, it though. It does, but there's also like the other problem I have a little bit with it then is with the writing of it because it 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 does kind of fall flat. Like, uh, what's it? mercy? Oh God, mercy! Let's talk about mercy for a second. I'd love to talk about mercy. Um, what? I don't understand her. I'm so goddamn confused by her character. Is anyone else? She's no. just there to create conflict. I no, I, I don't think so. I hated her when I first watched it because okay. the way they introduce her is she's just a prostitute. You know. Yeah, and then they, then her and Swan. But they have, never really say she's a prostitute. They, no, they, they don't. You but tie, your be, tie a bed to your back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what, what? Well, they have that conversation between her and Swan down in the uh, subway. Um, she pretty much makes her like motivations well known. She's in it for the excitement. Like that's what she likes, yeah. and I think she was getting stale with the orphans because she didn't like the idea that the orphans were backing down. There wasn't that. Like, oh, I want to be with the baddest ass gang, and I want to have the most exciting. Well, yeah, her motivation. Her motivation was, I uh, is like, I want to live my life now. I still have it before I turn into a fat lady with five kids. That's basically. what she says. She mm-hmm. said that, right? Yeah, yeah, and like she, I, I really think that like she was yes there to create some conflict, but it was like also her story was like she would do anything to get out, and she saw you know an opportunity to get out. And it was with the Warriors. Yeah, but did she really though? Because that scene, I think that scene on the train uh, where they're sitting there and the and the the couple comes in in the in the suit and all that stuff, kind of puts her back in her place. Because I think you're right. She originally thought that idea, but um, when she sees that, it's like, and they're all just filthy as all oh, hell. Yeah, the, the the pan to her feet. Yeah, like oh my oh. god. And she goes to try to fix her hair, and he knocks her her hand away. I which mean, is the which was cool for me. Is the best scene in the entire film. Really? I love that scene because of what it says about the characters because she's, you know, she's there, she sees these clean-cut kids and they're having prom or something. I don't know. Homecoming That's what it looks night. like. Yeah, it looks like prom. You know, and homecoming. they're coming up and then they realize like, "Oh crap, we're on a goddamn subway with this gang." And then she goes to fix her hair to like make herself look better and Swan just puts her hand down as to say like Listen, don't be ashamed of who we are. Yeah. Exactly. You know I what I mean? Exactly. Like, I don't you dare do love that. that so yeah. It gives me chills to hear it. As lame as that sounds. No, it's, it's, <laughs> no, it's not it's lame so, at all. It's, so, it's, it's so powerful, and it's so like it, it, it shows that the characters like are in total control of who they are, and they're doing the life that they want to be in and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And she shouldn't try to, you know, like you said, she shouldn't try to be someone she's not, you know? Yeah. I, I, I just have to bring this up. I don't know yeah, go if this falls in line, but like... The actors that they had to get to like make this movie happen, like, um, had to be so like in shape to fucking like run around and act that like. Oh, bro! I was gonna bring that up uh, later, and I was gonna start it with cardio, cardio, cardio. <laughs> <laughs> bro, dude. they run the whole movie. Yeah, they never no, stop. Yeah. So good, dude. You, that, you and then when they stop, when, when they do shit. stop running, when they do stop running, they get in fist fights. That's what oh, makes yeah. it feel real. Is like you're like exhausted going on this journey with them. You know, it's fucking. But awesome. I wanted more, and I think that's my problem. Is like I felt like I needed. I never like. I felt like I never got the climax. Do you feel like that? Like makes I never it... felt like they were like. Like it's weird enough to say this, but I never felt like they were in enough danger. Enough danger. Yeah. 
I could see that. But I, maybe that's what I makes that you able had, to watch it a lot more. Yeah, you know I what I mean? It could be. Yeah. I think that was probably had something to do with the budget constraints. I'm sure. I, I, I do. I just, I'm sure I if you had a bigger that. budget, you could have uh, more more gang fights or extended battles. Like I feel like uh, there's there's the the part where they run into the baseball furies. Like that that had so much tension building up as they were getting chased by this gang, and they were like they were like just str- they were like gazelles. Like they just were not losing pace. Like. The warriors are sweating. They're huffing and puffing, and these dudes in full fucking Yankees gear are just gliding through the street <laughs> like they're on fucking skis. You know, oh, and they, make it appa- they make yeah. it. They make it apparent when they stop and they're like waiting for them to catch. It, and they're like, "Are you kidding me? Like they're still after yeah, us?" Yeah, exactly. Like- and then, and then the thing that bummed me out is they finally get to the point, and the main dude, the yellow face guy, he's like doing fancy shit with the bat, and then poof, he's down. It's like what? Like they could have been. A good opportunity to have like a longer battle, a better fight. You know, maybe one of the Uh, warriors gets a little injured or something. See that badass Indiana Jones move, dude. That's my qualms with the end of the film because when Swan stops Lucas, he just throws that that flip knife at him. That's badass, dude. That's so bad. bad. I I know, but I was kind of expecting like like every fight with every of the gangs were like these big giant like brawls. Mm. And this just ends with him see, stabbing in the arm. I, Luke I, is kind of being like, "Oh, it hurt so much." And then the AC. I know. No, you want me to throw? You want me to throw a knife into your arm? No, no. No, I, but look at all the other guys. <laughs> the other guys behind him are just like, "Oh, like no." They well, it's because it's one on one. It's one on one. Yeah, it was yeah. there's 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 rules that they follow. That, well, that's, yeah, that's the, the, that's the thing that's really cool is they have like a code, a code that of they live honor by. That all the gangs follow. But here's the weird thing: is that Lucas doesn't really seem to follow that code. That's why he's That's, the bad guy. Yeah. Here's another. Sure, here's another. But he had thing. to gotten his gang to go me, with it. Sorry. Let me bring the. Let me bring this up. I want to bring this up because uh, you know what? We'll talk about it when we come back. We're gonna take a break real quick. What I want to talk about is I. I want to talk about uh, who Lucas was calling when he was on the phone. Ooh. Let's talk about that when we come back. Okay. One gang could run this city. One gang. Nothing would move without us allowing it to happen. You can tax the crime syndicates, the police, because we got the streets, suckers! Can you dig it? Hey guys, we're back. We're talking about the Warriors. Uh, Before we get to Luther's... uh, calls and who he's calling who's luther luther would be the main villain not lucas mike so mike says <laughs> oh. lucas i start saying lucas because you know see i i thought check we, some facts <laughs> I, I, I thought we were talking movie. about the wizard with fred savage oh the wizard no, with fred savage. i'm sorry the i was just about to talk about how i loved at the end when they could play mario brothers 3 and he wow. finds the warp zone wow. so good okay damn it so Going into Bullseye. to the movie here, who the hell is Luther calling? Because obviously, some whoever he's talking to on the phone set up the murder. I have a theory of Cyrus, and okay. I think it was the mob is who I think. But I want to hear your theory. My theory is the chief of police. Ooh, you think he's working with him? That's why the police knew that that was going on. That was going down there. Hmm. Oh, there and a, there was a raid that happened. Like okay. the cops rolled up, they fucking knew what was going down, and none of them. They didn't try to even raid until he shoots him. Hmm, that's true. Hmm. Wow, that's that's an interesting I, I, I theory. Buy, I could buy that. I um, buy that theory. I, buy I thought it was the mob. I was like, maybe it's the mob because you know uh, Cyrus talks about going after the crime syndicate and basically tearing them down. So I was like, oh, maybe it's the mob. Mm-hmm. But that's chief of police is way better than what I came up with. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So did, who, anyone, did anyone else wonder about that? Or were we the only two? 
No, I don't think I did. Well, you, you didn't. What? You Way didn't to watch know? the movie. What? You didn't wonder who he was like, who he's working for. That didn't intrigue you. A little bit, but you know, it wasn't well, I was an under important the assu- piece of information well, I felt like I needed. I guess Luther is. It, was he the leader of the rogues? He was the he was yes. the gang leader. Okay. Maybe I just missed that part, and I thought maybe he was talking to somebody else that was a higher up than him. It, well, it's definitely somebody higher up than him, but I don't think it was another gang member. What does he exactly say on the phone? Does anybody? He basically talks about killing him. He's like, "Yeah, he's dead. We he's, did it. He's dead." But uh, no, it was some it was some other group called the Warriors. But they'll be done before the night's over. Or yeah, some shit like that. Gotcha, gotcha. I love the DJ that kind of. Oh my god! Yes, the, just so cool. Does anybody yes. recognize who that is from their childhood? Uh, I th- no. Who is it again? She plays the chief on the old Carmen Sandiego uh, um, game show. Does anybody she, remember that? I no. do remember that game. Hey uh-huh. there, super sleuths! Like <laughs> she has that. It's the same woman. It's great. She's got a mouth yeah, on her, no, man. I yeah. thought that was the coolest way to spread information. Yeah, too. I was like, oh, this is so cool. I know yeah. this song's for you, warriors, and everybody's and just that fucking in. that no, jam went. Too, yeah, and, and, and all the gangs the are getting least ready. Subtle, the least subtle warning ever. You would think that That's people would like catch up on though. it immediately. Yeah, it's fantastic. No, it's though. great. It's, it's well done. Oh, they're because not hiding. They're, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they want to make sure everybody knows. Hey, fucking hit up the Warriors. But I love how she's like talk, trying to talk in code, but everybody knows. Like even if you're watching the film, it's so obvious. It just made like, it, well. It was sexier to talk, say it like that than oh, just yeah. like get those fucking Warriors. It's like hey, hey all baby. you hey all you <laughs> boppers out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah the terminology was so you, cool. Blow, yes. yeah. yeah, yeah. Boppers, boppers. Yeah, we're just bopping. We're just bopping away through town. <laughs> And John Travolta was not in the movie. <laughs> oh, but you yeah, know, you know who was Ray Romano, the leader of the uh, Orphans. Was that <laughs> no? But no, it's not him. You had but, it looks, but it looks like him. But do you know who was who was supposed to be cast in this, and then they w- didn't go with him because he had other things? He uh, Tony Danza was supposed to play Vermin. Vermin. Yeah. Which one's Vermin? Vermin, I think is. Uh, I think he's like the, the. He's one of the guys that gets caught with the Lizzies. I think. I think he's not cowboy, is it and the, he's definitely not age. Is it the guy with the big dick? <laughs> I don't <laughs> what remember. You don't remember that line where he's like, uh, she's like, uh, says something about the one having the biggest dick, and he's like, oh, that would be me, basically. I don't remember his name. That's I just think. Speaking I, I, of that, who's your favorite character? Who's your favorite <laughs> biggest dick? <laughs> he says it in the movie. <laughs> Who are your favorite characters? Yeah, who are your favorite characters? Oh, Dude, for, before we talk about characters, yeah, go ahead. I want to bring up, how did they get so many fucking people in that opening scene again? I just, I They were actual gangs, yeah, that's they were. why. And they used to, they were they would like challenge the actual actors to fights and they had to have security on detail the whole time. And the time. security members yeah. were gang members most of the time. Like they would hire gangs to protect their equipment, so the, the trucks. So the mind, the mind gang is a real thing. Bunch of mimes. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll see that on the street. That would be like City, the people. that would be like the best gang to rumble with because yeah. they'd always be stuck in a box. They shake. <laughs> like, hey, get near me! You're stuck uh, in a box. Their weapon is like a stale baguette. <laughs> <laughs> beat you with them. <laughs> All right. So, favorite characters. Who's your favorite character? Let me know. Dude, I I like Swan. I, I, yeah, I love Swan. Swan's awesome. Why he, is it? Because he's such a badass. Yeah, he's just it, the yeah. baddest he, he, dude. He, he, it it's he takes control and of the gang, but he's the whole time he's just trying to get his crew to safety. Like the the other guys like challenging him, like you know why are we doing this? Why are we why are we waiting? You know why aren't we just getting into fight and everything? But he's keeping the safety of the gang 
in his forefront. So he's like he's a badass, but he's like a conscious leader. Like like I don't know. I think he's so cool. He's just fucking coolness. He is very very cool. Thank I, you. He's, he keeps a very serious face for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> definitely very. That's flat. what makes him in charge, right? That's how that, that that's how you know he's the leader. You gotta, he's the yeah, you gotta you gotta dress for success. I mean, he's and the, if that means looking angry, then there you go. Other than Cyrus too, he's like the only virtuous one, really. Yeah. I mean, unless you count somebody like Rembrandt, who was the guy that was in the Lizzies that didn't want to partake in any of the women because he knew some some shit was down. Yeah, and he was mm-hmm. constantly like, "No, we gotta get to Union Square, man. Like, we gotta go." Yeah, he's like, the only one who was like, "Come on, guys." Yeah. Like really get get your shit together, you know. I like how now I know all the names of all the characters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what now the you hell happened? Out. <laughs> my other second favorite, well, my second favorite character would be Ajax because he says the weirdest shit and like he's constantly calling people faggots, and I'm like, why do you keep saying he's that? Such, like, yeah. What you know? are you going fag? Going fag? He really didn't not. He like doesn't gay like gay people. people. Sorry, yeah. he just didn't. But he was the gayest looking one in the fucking gang and i mean <laughs> james ramar like the only guy that really had a like much of a big career after this yeah too. No, he was a good like, actor i liked him he's, i'm yeah. not trying to talk shit but he I did have, look he did look the most feminine i mean he was great in the quest i would have to say my favorite character is <laughs> the, the whole riff gang i love the riff gang the riff. i just love that gang the dude. leader yeah. of the riffs with his aviators on the yeah. oh the, the whole time yeah just the, like, the entire film is shot at night, and he's always wearing. He looks like a young. So awesome. He looks like a young Eddie Hudson. Eddie, Ernie, Ernie Hudson. Yes. Hey, let's get Sorry. all the names wrong tonight. <laughs> let's do it. Let's he's do not do even it. in the movie. We're fucking his name up. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I love Eddie Hudson. I was thinking of Eddie Murphy too. He kind of looks like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> How do you guys think this movie was shot? Beautifully. I think it's well it's done. Yeah, absolutely so freaking amazing. amazing. It's yeah. ridiculous. I love the way this movie shot. Um, just the way they do, like, just the way they shot New York made it feel like, um, like, at times I almost felt like this could have been in The Running Man. What do like you mean? Like, that, it, it kind of had that, like, that, like, that, uh, uh, what was that big word we were using earlier? Dinotope? Dystopian. Dystopian. <laughs> That's Dystopian. the one. Dinotope. It has that. <laughs> it's got a hell of a Dinotope theme. It's got a hell of a Dinotope theme. <laughs> I feel you, man. But you know what I mean? Like, it just, I don't know. The way they shot it was awesome. Well, like I said already, like, when I, because uh, before I'd always watch this movie as a fan, but now it's like, you know, you're trying to sit sit there and analyze it and kind of watch it as, with, like, filmmaker eyes. And I did, the whole time I was watching, I felt like this is, like, straight up John Carpenter. It felt like Assault on Precinct 13. It felt like um, Escape from New York. It had that gritty characteristic to it. Totally. And I and and it made me actually love the film even more now. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the music especially. Oh my oh, the god, music's yeah. so the in, good. The intro song when it's like bum 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 bum. Yeah, I get I get excited. Yeah, so fuck. That's a well, yeah, because dude, the whole movie is like just it's a it's a it's a race. It's a race. The whole movie's a race. So you're on your edge of the seat like the whole time because you're just like, oh god, what's gonna happen next? Yeah. And then then you're like, these idiots don't even know what's going on. Yeah. You know. I, and I like how they had that whole dynamic between when they did first meet the orphans. That was the first gang they ran into, right? Wasn't the first gang that? No, they it wasn't. It's nope. the guy. The guys in the bus. What's their names? Um, the the skinheads. Skin oh, but they didn't really fight them. They actually have an f- official name. They didn't really fight them. They, they just kind of ran. For they're called them, the right? Turn. The Turnbull ACs. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, anyways, when they got to the orphans, it was like this weak kind of crew, but they, you know, wanted to have a reputation and like, you know, they were ready to let them through and be like, it's cool, man. It's no big deal. We, you know, we understand. And then, um, what's her name? Mercy. Mercy, Mercy. Mercy comes out and 
totally stirs the pot. Yeah, man. not living up to her namesake no, at all. No way. <laughs> no, but she is. Uh, she is showing her boobs quite often. In speaking this movie, of through a shirt. Speaking of mercy, uh, how do you guys feel about the love story itself? Was like it didn't have to be in the movie, honestly. I, in my opinion, it didn't have to be. No, it didn't no. have to be. I think it was good. I, I actually enjoyed it quite a bit because it was str- it was just strange to me because it was just it's not a world I'm used to. You know what I mean? Like I didn't really understand well, I think, a lot of the things that they were because I couldn't relate. I think you know, going. I think going. Is that bad. I think going back to what we were talking <laughs> yeah. about the scene on the subway with them and the, the the couple coming home from prom and stuff. I think the love story did help to to kind of help the audience to understand where these characters are coming from. Like, do, do you think it was? Do you also think? He, I'm glad you brought that up because do you think it was also put in there to make the audience feel like it was okay to like the warriors because in all honesty the warriors are some bad dudes like they got a real rapey feel to them yeah i mean oh, definitely, I would, yeah. definitely ajax ajax i think had the most rapey feel i think well he, he literally almost raped somebody yeah, he like, yeah. yeah. Like, like twice grip somebody he, on he the was fence. gonna rape mercy he was ready to, and then they Good talked call. about and then yeah. swan talked about running a train on her oh yeah what did they call it getting wool we're gonna go get some. Or I want to see if we can run into any know. fresh wool or some shit. Something like, like that. that yeah, That's so funny. And then the the lady on the park bench, like it, you know what I mean. The, they don't shy I, away I don't, from them not being like good they're guys. criminals. They right. can't. Yeah, but I don't think it's fair to say that the gang, the warriors in general, feel rapey. I think there was like one guy who had like a really big presence in the gang felt rapey, and that might have given the rest of them. I agree vibe, with that. But and there's also a part of me that thinks that Swan is just speaking off the cuff. When he says running the train, yeah, like I, it's a, it's more of like like an open threat. Like, why wouldn't I do what a, any other gang that you think would do? Yeah, like why not? Why wouldn't? Why don't we just ru- run the train on? He's you? almost like challenging, <laughs> yeah, her, challenging her opinion about him and why their don't gang. We just run yeah, because he de- definitely throughout the film you don't get the idea that he's some sort of like he seems virtuous. Yeah, no, he does. The rest of the film, he seems pretty. Yeah. You know, but he, it's but they're still bad dudes. Like that's the thing you got to realize. It's kind of hard to. You know, though the the thing though, like you, the thing you're you're saying that they're bad dudes and they're. I got I always got the vibe every time I saw this movie that they were just like, they just happened to get an invite because they happened to be the only gang in Coney. That's the vibe I got from it because the Rifts have no idea who the fuck the Warriors are. Most of the gangs are like, who the hell are these Warriors? The guy, um, uh, uh, I'm going to say Lucas, and that's wrong. Luther. Luther, Luther even says, See, oh, Mike? some there gang, some gang called does... the Warriors from Coney Island. Like, I don't think they have a rep. I think they created the rep in this. Like, they 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 were able to shine I feel like under Luther pressure. Really had but... some... Sorry, dude. Love really? It. You're gonna you're gonna stop me dead in my really? thought tracks. You really? Were, you were at the end. You were at the really? tail end. Oh, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> no, but but I don't I don't think I, I, I think they're creating their rep throughout the film. Like I don't think they have like so I think going back to what you're saying, like Swan is is he has he's very virtuous. Virtuous. Virtuous, thank you. Um because I don't think they, they are bad fucking people. I don't think they're a bad gang. Except for Ajax. Except for Ajax. Ajax well, every a, gang yeah. has a hothead. Every every group has some someone who's ready to fucking fight all the time. I will tell you, so right now, in our group, we do not have one hothead. No. No. Not in the cult film crew. Well, maybe Chris. Kyle. Not, no, not Kyle. <laughs> Ky- what? Kyle's that would be Kyle. Kyle. All right. Kyle would be the hothead. Give me, yeah. some, give me some gin. I'll fight someone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. I have a question for you sure. here, since this seems to be the theme in Hollywood lately. Should there be a remake of this film? Do you think there could be a remake of this film? They've, and why hasn't there been a remake of I've, this film? I've read that they've tried, and 
it's always falling through. I don't know that it speaks. Like how how would you how would you how would you pose it? You couldn't do it to, to in modern basement modern yeah. times because I don't think you have the same. You couldn't do like well you have to do it ultra realistic. You could not do yeah. like the you know the baseball furies and stuff like that. People would laugh at that at that today. I mean you got to think about like having cell phones and technology and all that. Stuff. Yeah, it like changes, they, true. It, it changes the game. They couldn't they couldn't like get more than five feet to realize what was going on. Like if they had cell phones. That's true. Like, yeah. hey, everybody thinks you did it. Oh, shit. Let's right. just go to the rifts and, you know, let them know what Settle happened. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be wandering around the city and because, not have a connection. Because up until, up until Fox dies, he kn- he knows exactly who fucking, who, right. fucking, who fucking killed Cyrus. Cyrus. So Here's my question. Did Luther actually have something against the warriors, or did he no. just peg them right on the spot? He, he pegged them because he got caught. He got caught, yeah. So he put it right on them, and yeah. then as soon as he saw, he, as soon as he saw um, the warrior, god damn it, my Cleon? brain. As soon as he saw Cleon down there, like checking him out, he re- he probably just recognized the red vest, the leather vest, and he's like, "It was him. It was them. It was the warriors. The warriors did it. The warriors." God, he was like that little bully in fucking. Oh, uh, dude, I school, loved him. Man. I loved him. He looked like Spicoli. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Big time. That's so funny. He looked just like him. It was mm. amazing. Like he's he's one of my favorite characters. Was he easily. also in the Crow? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He is. Yep. All right. Yep. I thought that was the same dude. I like him when he pops in and out. Like, or you know, like isn't he the you one? See him every that, now and again. Isn't he the one with the car? Yeah. In the Crow, he blows like you're, the building you're up. You're dead, the... man. Yeah. He killed you. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. I always love. I scene. love that scene, dude. Yeah. That's a great movie. Well, I got to take back my line about James Marr being the only person that What's had that? a successful career. What do you mean? Well, oh. I, I said I said that James Ramar is like the only person oh, that I know oh, of that oh. really had like had a career after this, really, right? Like yeah, a actually, big career. But you know what? As a character actor, definitely mm-hmm. the guy that played Luther. I've seen him in a million things. Yeah, he's got that face. Yeah, he's got that really just like <laughs> almost like slimy looking, like snake like face. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not a look that you see. Very reptilian. Ha- yeah. <laughs> so, do you guys think that the, like there's an overall message to this movie, or is it just, um, or, uh, you know, I've heard some people ramblings of that it might uh, be based off of Greek mythology, or do you think this is saying something about the times? Uh, it's definitely based on Greek mythology. It's definitely based on yeah. Greek mythology. And there's, you know, it's time for deep thoughts with Jack Handy. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did uh, did a little, little reading about it. Uh, in the director's cut, he 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 mentions it right right off the bat before right the movie off the begins. Bat. So, actually... and, and it's definitely based on the Odyssey, for sure, because it's a story. He says what it's based off of, but I don't remember exactly. Which, well, there's definitely an Odyssey feel mythology. to at least there's because definitely an Odyssey the idea feel to of it. I got to get back to the kingdom, I got to get back to where we're, we're safe, you know, yada yada, and not really knowing what's going on. You know, there's that. Uh, the Lizzies definitely represent like sirens. They call men to their deaths. You know. Yeah. With the lure of sex. What's mm-hmm. the line? What's the line? About them packing? No, the bitches are packing. The yep. bitches are packing. <laughs> them sirens yeah. are packing. But there's actually a deeper message, too, uh, okay. that I will go into. Um, there's a lot of, I guess, circular or secular, secular I guess. Oh, we're, uh, getting into th- we're getting into theories now. We're getting into theories. We're getting into political theory, actually. Oh, wow. Specifically, we're Greek political theory. The first opening shot that they show, like the Coney Island wheel, the big wheel, yeah. right? And there's a lot of other, like, circular motions that I guess the director had asked the actors to do. Like, one of the Baseball Furies actually has a bat, and he does that yeah. kind of weird Indiana Jones thing with it, like, to get ready for the fight. Right. And he made him do, like, this big circle thing. And the understanding is is that in Greek mythology, there's this thing called kiklos, 
I believe that's how you pronounce it. It's like K-I-K-Y-K-L-O-S or something. And it was the belief that society will always go through a certain type of political adjustments. So it'll always start with anarchy. Like you have a bunch of people, no rule, whatever. And then a monarch will come first, somebody that declares himself king. Mm-hmm. And then he'll come in, but he will inevitably become a tyrant. Okay. And then after that, aristocrats will come in to challenge the throne, and they basically keep the king in check. But then you have an aristocracy, which is a bunch of like w- like dukes and earls and whatever, and they're always constantly keeping everybody in check. But then they become like the ruling class. And then the people get fed up with the corruption that will inevitably happen with them, and then they bring forth a democracy. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately with democracy, you'll start getting into mob rule, which is like, police officers people like setting the people people in general basically setting rules for other people in which case the minority of people that don't want to agree with that feel oppressed and they want to go right back into anarchy again Mm -hmm. and right where this film is supposedly i guess the theory is where this film is taking off is that you have all these cops that are running the place so we're in in in, like right off the death knell of what democracy is going to end and Cyrus is saying, look, we can bring anarchy if we all just agree to not fight each other and go after the man who is the police officers, the, you know, the whole institution. And Cyrus is like a nihilist. Does anybody know what that is? A nihilist is somebody that doesn't believe in like morality. He's kind of like the Joker. He just wants to see the world burn. Hmm. Like he doesn't care about like order or anything. He's doing this all for himself, which is, I guess, the theory being is that he's breaking this cycle. And the warriors, although they don't know they're a part of this cycle, are still ingrained in the idea that this is possibly a very good idea. Mm-hmm. And they're still focused on it, which is why Cyrus is the main villain. He's the one guy that's he's breaking this Greek myth- mythological cycle. He's destroying the natural order. Hmm. That's what I've that's read fucking deep, for people Mike. that are very deep about this film. That is real yes. deep. We got we went way back on that one. I just thought it was about a gang trying to get back to Coney Island. <laughs> Apparently, I was wrong. <laughs> no, I, I think that is like, all, all, yeah, that is the basis of the whole story. And I think it's where the director definitely wanted to go. He wanted to make this a deeper film, I think. Mm-hmm. I think I, so. He seems a little bitter about it. I definitely <laughs> feel like this director had a lot of maybe blowback from Hollywood. Like, he was trying to make this film happen, and I think that the studio was constantly well, like... Well, they dropped it. You're it, not doing this. You're not doing this. Well, like, it originally was actually uh, supposed to be a Western. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. They originally wanted it to be a Western, and they couldn't uh, get the budget for it. It was budget and time, because there was a movie called The Wanderers that came out, I think, the same year. Mm-hmm. It was about gangs in New York. So they had, a, they had to cut that out, and they had to speed up production, which is why the original theatrical release doesn't have the intro about Greek mythology and how it ties into the film. And actually, that part was supposed to be narrated by um, uh, Orson Welles. Oh, wow. Actually. But again, they couldn't... They didn't have time to get all that together, so... And then the film was actually dropped after it was released because what happened was you had uh, gang members see this movie and then see other gang rival gang members at the theater... Right and chase them home right, and kill right. them. They, they, and then like, it was like two. There was like two killings, and they pulled it from the theater. They identified themselves with the film, and then like they would all be going to these like, like the same locations that would erupt in gang fights. A lot, like I thought that was really interesting. I don't know how. I don't know if it was. It wasn't like a riot or anything. It was just you know happened once or twice, and there. But somebody s- got killed. Somebody got killed, and yep. people got scared. And but you know, do you think maybe that has anything to do with its cult status? The fact that it like 
there was controversy around it at I some point. I think so. I think uh, that, at I some think point, that, that's, I think that's what kept it alive throughout the years. That's so what got people to want to watch it. I mean, what what gets what gets more people out to theaters than than some kind of controversy? You know. Yeah, and do you think most cult films have controversy, or do you think that? It, I, I think I think like fifty fifty. I think it might. I think fifty fifty is a fair is a fair estimate. Well, I, I know I know all, that, but I know Congo is very controversial. <laughs> I heard it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To who? Yeah. When they're cutting up, yeah, because gorillas... it's not, not a fucking cult film. <laughs> Still not. Our audience would say otherwise. Thank you, audience. I really appreciate the love that you gave Congo. God, you guys did. Why'd you waste Cyrus? No reason. I just like doing things like that. Let's do it. Me and you. One on one? You're crazy. You're dead. All of you. And you know it. You're dead. Swat! Hey guys, we're back. Let's talk about our favorite lines because they're all going to come from one person, and that's Luther. Probably. And it might even be the same line. I think Ajax had some good lines. He does have some good lines, but what's your favorite line, Chris? Mm, I'm not going to say the popsicle stick one because oh, that's I, such a good I think line. Everybody knows about that one. I actually don't know what you're talking about. The one where he talks to the uh, baseball fury and he's like, "I'm going to take that bat and shove it up your ass and turn you into a popsicle." Oh yeah, <laughs> that is a good line. That's a good line, man. That's a very good. It's line. a badass line. I just kind of liked his quick reactions a lot, like where he turned around and just be like, "What the fuck?" You know, he would just be like overacting. Yeah. He's he is Raiden. He, mm-hmm. What? Yeah, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, bro. He's he Raiden. Is Raiden? Oh, that is. Oh my God, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, that that's, he's also that Dexter's dad. Went downhill. I fast. wasn't I wasn't joking when I said James Ramar had the best. Yeah, yeah. No, he's career he's done well off of this film. He's done really well. Uh, my favorite line uh, is going to be pretty much anything Luther's just says. Anything like the dude <laughs> is just. Are you guys going to pay for that? For what? <laughs> <laughs> it's always on a level 20. You know? Oh, yeah, dude. Because <laughs> I'm having a good time. It's just <laughs> great, man. His lines are just awesome. He's insane. That's And the actor's perfect for what's it, too. The, what's the answer? He asked, why'd you do it? He's just like, because it was fun. Yeah, he's just having that's a good what time. That's what I was telling you about the, the whole nihilist idea. The fact that like that's the way the Joker does shit. Oh, okay. The Joker does that. For well, you were talking. You said Cyrus. Yeah, you said Cyrus. You weren't talking about Luther. Are you just? No. Yes, I was talking about. Oh, Luther. you totally fucking oh said my Cyrus. God, dude. <laughs> no, I said that Luther shoots Cyrus. No, you, you said, said Cyrus. Cyrus is has. I said Cyrus was the one that was trying to bring. You said Cyrus was a, a nihilist. No, you said Cyrus yeah, you is a nihilist. Did. Ooh. I thought I was thinking that too. Yeah, yeah maybe that. Oh, oh, we have to mind. Oh. My, Mike Salusteel bullseye. Man, he's just he's on point tonight. <laughs> when he, I mean, when he's shooting threes, he's sinking them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's on it. Mike, what's your favorite line? Is it even from this movie? <laughs> it's my, my favorite line is when he was just like, the power glove, it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Back to the wizard. Yeah. <laughs> it all comes full circle. Oh, man. So tell me how this film was about the wizard, yeah. Mike. He got so deep on it, he didn't even watch it. <laughs> That's how deep I got. <laughs> I'm just, just, just going to read Wikipedia <laughs> and then you know roll with it. It's probably, I was surprised it wasn't about the Cold War. Yeah, I'm surprised that didn't make an appearance this yeah. time. It's so odd. It is. 
Yeah. Definitely. All right, guys. Anybody else have any favorite lines? There's. Come on. What about you, Cody? What's your I just went line? off on like three of them. All right, Mike. Warriors come out and play. Oh, yeah. Warriors come out. Oh, that's play. a cop out. I, okay. Well, then can you dig it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Can you count, suckas? That's a good one. I like mm-hmm. that one a lot. Who riffs? Who are these warriors? Is that is that terrible? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty good. Was that terrible? A, you gotta you have to have more of a hard like. There's got to be a period after each word and then two spaces. Okay. When you do it though, to to sound correct. Okay. See, I did it wrong. Let's do it again. Let's try it again. How are we rating this movie? Oh, we are rating it. Uh, can you dig it? We are yes. gonna rate it with can you. Dig it. Who wants to go first? Anyone? You take it, Cody. I will go yeah. first. So can you dig it? I can dig it. And I can dig it four times. I'm going to give it four digits. Nice. Um, I really enjoyed this movie, but like I said, it left me wanting more. And I just felt like something was off. Maybe that's because I didn't see the director's cut, but uh, I saw the regular cut of it. And just looking at it, something just seems, something's just missing. Um, I never felt like the excitement level reached a high enough point. For me, um, but maybe that's because I'm a product of my times. You know what I mean? Maybe watching this in the, in the 70s when this came out, like I would have been like, oh my God, like that was insane. You know what I mean? But, you know, watching it now, um, it, it, at times it seems like a little tame, but I will say this they get four stars for how much running they had to do. God bless everybody in that cast for being in that shape because I would have died. What, what, yeah, is, what, what sure. is a star? Oh, diggits. Thank you. Thank you. So <laughs> I meant diggits. I digged it four, four times. Four can you dig it from Cody? It. Mike, how often can you dig it? Uh, I am going to also give it four diggits. And the reason why I'm not giving it that fifth is because I don't know how much it speaks nowadays to people, to audiences. Um, I feel like in the 90s we had a lot of, like, you know, um, Boys in the Hood and stuff like that that dealt with gang warfare and stuff like that in a more realistic way. I don't know that you could fantasize it the way they have done in this film and that I don't think it would really translate well. I think we know about it. We were, yeah. you know, it's not a glor- it's not glorified in any way. Or yeah. it's, it's not a mystery anymore. We know about it. We know how that, that world works. I think it's good. I think it's good to remember, though, that the di- the director was a huge fan of comic books and he wanted to bring that stylized splash of color mm-hmm. into a realistic gang world. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where that stylized stylization comes from. You'd have he, to really stylize. I don't the think shit he out was it, trying right? to. I don't think he was trying to glorify. I think he was just trying to add. No, I didn't a mean. That. I guess I meant more like fantastical or like maybe a mystery, like trying to bring out like you know mm-hmm. maybe glorify is is definitely a bad word because I don't think that anybody we've talked about it already that no one even in the Warriors is like really a good person other than Swan. They don't try to pretend like they are. Yeah. You know, Swan's like the only virtuous one. So, And you know Swan's done some bad stuff. He's just kind of realizing like he might be going down the wrong path. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. He has honor. I think that's the easiest way to put it. Mm-hmm. He has honor. Chris, How can many? you dig it? I, uh, I'm going to give this four can you dig it's. Um, it's, you know, overall, I really love watching the movie. I enjoy it every time I see it. Um I'm not a huge fan of anything that's really comic book style or was ever. I find I don't know if that's just a, something I can recognize. Even if I don't know it was a comic book, there's a certain style about it that it, it doesn't like resonate with me. So that's why I didn't give it five. Um, I really like the subject matter. I still think we do see this kind of idea in films that are made today, but it's more of like it's not so much action anymore. You know, it's more of like a horror 
like kind of vibe, like what I mentioned before, you know, like a bunch of people running amok and, and, and killing. I know this is more about a gang, but it's about being like on your own and out there and the elements and like reacting and surviving, you know? So I really enjoyed the film and I would give it a solid four. Can you dig it? And I can dig it. <laughs> Kyle, do you dig it? I do dig it. I dig it four times as well. Um, I think it is a solid film. It does suffer a bit from age because, I mean, if you compare it to movies made nowadays, it does feel slow at certain parts, I guess. But it's just because, you know, it's just because of the filmmaking style and, like, the writing style back in the day. Like, edits weren't as fast as they were nowadays, you know. So, other than that, it is a fun movie to watch. It's fantastically shot. It feels gritty. The sound, the sc- soundtrack is awesome. It's got you know a lot of colorful elements, and it is a little stylized, like Mike was saying. But it's in a fantastic way. So, four can you dig it's from me? That is four can you dig it's all across the room. Damn, it is a solid four for all of us. I think that's the first time that we've all agreed mm-hmm. on. I think so. Rating. Actually, yeah. yeah. Can yeah. you count? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all agree. Yes, to four. All right, guys. That is our show for this week. Join us next week when we're doing, uh, Chris, what movie are we doing? It's your pick. Uh, we are going to do Repo Man starring Emilio Estevez. We're going to do Repo Man starring. We should just do a whole bunch of Emilio movies. Yeah, Loaded we'll Weapon that 1, too. Some Rock, some Young Guns, some Free Jack, <laughs> some, uh, you know. It's a mighty duck. Emilio Fest. (laughs) Emilio Fest. (laughs) All right, guys. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at cultfilm underscore review. Find us on Facebook at uh, cultfilm and review. Uh, You can find us on Instagram at cultfilm underscore review. Please rate us five stars and write us a review on iTunes. It helps us out a ton. It helps us get noticed. It helps people uh, enjoy our show more. And also, you guys can subscribe. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. It downloads for you. It's right there on your iTunes when you're ready to go. Uh, Mike, where can people find you at? They can find me at at Mike Salustio on Twitter, or you can find me at FriendlyNeighborhoodFilmmaking.com. Chris, where can people find you at? They can find me at EmilioSFest.com. They can also find me at ColtFilmAndReview.com. I'm on Facebook. You can look me up. All right, Kyle, where can people find you at? You can find me on Pliskin 426 on Instagram. You can find me at ColtFilmAndReview.com and Field Audio on Facebook. All right, guys, make sure you go out and uh, watch some movies. I don't know. Have a good one.